there's no mom manual. We all know that. So this is the place you want to be. To laugh, to learn, to share, to join. The moms couldn't be more different, but best friends, partners, and now family. Melissa is happily married. Denise is happily divorced. And they're parenting worlds apart. Their thoughts on many things, complete opposite. Complete opposite. Grab your friends and join the moms. Here's Denise and Melissa. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the show. I'm Denise Albert. And I'm Melissa Gerstein. And it's so nice to have you all back with us. We have a great show today. We have a guest named Sharon Blumenfeld, who is one of the 15 most influential women in social media. So that's really exciting because so many women are building their businesses off of social media these days. So it's going to be great to hear how she did it. She's the founder of a company called Hash Tracking. So we're so thrilled that Sharon is going to be joining us. And we are so thrilled that GoGo Squeeze is also a sponsor of the show. Many of you probably get through your lives as moms with GoGo Squeeze. I know I do because my son eats nothing. So I bring them <laughs> everywhere with me. So if you are looking for simple ways to squeeze more fruit and veggies into their kids day, well, GoGo Squeeze is made from 100% all natural fruit with an with no artificial anything nothing but orchard fresh apples and other wholesome fruit all in a squeezable pouch that's ready to go wherever you go and go go squeeze is delicious any kid will tell you that they've got over 25 amazing flavors the great taste of apples blended with strawberry banana cinnamon and so much more even veggies that's what i do i sneak them in and pantry friendly yogurt pack their lunch boxes with something delicious for the kids that you can feel great about too. Go go squeeze fruit on the go pouches. Find them mm. in the applesauce aisle today. Mm-hmm. I know. I was just thinking maybe you could put like some of that go go squeeze in when you bake brownies. You know how you can like substitute for applesauce. That'd be a great idea if I baked brownies, but I don't bake brownies. <laughs> so you should. But you but know like what? My kids substitute. Don't... A lot of people substitute vegetables and stuff in their baking goods because some of those ingredients are really... What about in pancakes? That's a good idea. Yeah. Or in French toast because I'm starting to cook breakfast in the morning. I wonder if you can squeeze like the veggie ones yes. into... the pancake batter. A hundred percent. Ooh, I'm going to try that. Yeah, you should do that. Okay, I'll let you guys all know how that goes. Please let me know how that goes. Oh, because I really did start cooking breakfast. We were interviewed actually in a magazine in a in online last week for Moneyish about our favorite moments or how to squeeze an extra time with your kids. And, and I said, I, I like to cook breakfast. I do breakfast instead of dinner. Yes. And I'm now cooking, and I'm not a cooker. So I'm really excited and about wait, that. First of all, I love that you call it a cooker. <laughs> I'm a cooker now. So now I'm going to squeeze some go-go squeeze is, into my kids' breakfast. Is a breakfast. cooker a word? I don't know, but now it is. chef. Okay, but I'm not a chef. We, no, we all know that. I mean, no. I am not a chef. I want to come for breakfast. You will? Yeah, okay. for sure. All right, good. So last week, I, I mean, I... I feel like every mom can relate to this. I was really grappling with them. Um, and I, I still am because we haven't gotten to the bottom of it. But, you know, I have a, a, a little one that's has a limp. What do you mean she has a limp? She is complaining about her knee. Okay. And I So remember, it's not like she limps all the time. You no. Mean she has an injury. Yeah, but I'm not sure... If she really her. has an injury. Oh, the story of my life. Okay. And I, first of all, I feel sick about the fact that I'm not sure she has a real injury. So we took her to the doctor and 
I didn't find anything, but with the intensity of this program she's in for ballet, it's only there's only a matter of time where she probably will get an injury because she's in a very, very competitive, intense ballet school. And as a former dancer, I understand what they're doing to her body or what happens to your body when you're a dancer in training. And so we took her to the doctor and, you know, there was like, do some ice and this and that. And so all weekend she was really busy on sleepovers and play dates and, you know, complain at all. Not once. Oh, I struggle with this all the time. So I even texted the mom because I got a picture of them in Times Square running around. And I said, have you noticed her limping at all? And she said, I have no idea what you're talking about. I haven't seen anything. So, so did then, you ask her? Yeah, I did, actually. I said, you, you're, you seem great. How, you know, your knee's okay? She said, yeah, it feels good right now. So then I was like, well, she recognizes when it feels good and when it doesn't. I mean, because that answer was it feels good right now. Um, but I felt like, so I called the doctor and I was like, you know what, maybe last week, cause there was a lot of limping. I said, maybe we should have an MRI done because then we'll have confirmation that it's just either there is something wrong, which I, God forbid, I hope there isn't, but or, you don't need an MRI if she's fine. She's fine right now. Right. So wait and see what happens when we go back to class on Wednesday. Right. Oh, it's very tricky. So I've struggled with this a lot because I have. But first, just to conclude, like it made me sick that I was like doubting her. No, but I think that's a normal feeling of parenting because sometimes kids say things or sometimes they exaggerate and sometimes they I mean you just sometimes heard they it. watch the American Girl movie with McKenna and she falls and gets crutches and then they want crutches that's I right so ahead. it's not there's nothing like I don't think there's a big issue if this is the first time I mean I think there's more of an issue if it continually happens right yeah but sometimes it is an attention thing sometimes it's a boredom thing sometimes it might just hurt and they have a low threshold for pain or yes. just like to complain to their parents. I mean, yes. kids like to complain to their parents all the time. But, you know, I, oh. like I always say, you know, everyone will always say to me, oh, you have the best kids. They're so polite. They're so amazing. Well, <laughs> you've seen them in their home, my friends, and they are the worst with me and their oh. dad. And, you know, <laughs> so, yes, to the outside world, they're going to be angels. And unless it's really bad, they probably won't complain to others. Oh, my God. That is the beauty of motherhood. Yeah, I know. And then we also had, um, we, went, we went to a brunch this weekend because my husband's family had... Um, my husband's side of the family had some family in town and we met our, our baby cousin for the first time who's six months old. And it was so weird for me to see my baby holding a baby. You know what I mean? Like she, she you ready to be a grandma? No, stop it. But what, <laughs> and, and it was the first time I was like, I didn't have baby itis. I, was, I thought you were going to take one for the team and no, have another no. baby at 45. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Could you imagine? But I was holding the baby, and, it, of course, it was delicious, and I was watching the mother breastfeed and, like, the snuggle of the head into the into the lap and her falling asleep on her, you know, chest and the whole thing. And then I held the baby, and I was like, I think it pooped. Here you go. Like, right. I was fine to Ready to it. give it back. Yeah. You know what's so funny? I've never been, like... I've never seen another kid and been like, oh my gosh, I need another one ever in a million years. Like I was and so I, done. I, I know that I've been with you for seven, eight years now. I know, I know that you were right, like, but Man. I will say I have become the mom who now loves other people's children. 
I like. Wow. Yeah, I know. I have, I mean, if they're friends, if they're close, like I'll never want to hold a stranger's baby. But <laughs> I, I have. We have such like close friends around us and I love I mean last weekend I had three of them sleep over so although the three year old didn't stay but stayed until 11pm and came back the next morning at 8 but I'm like that mom that now I'll just it's also easier when you have I think more kids because then my kids don't fight and you've always I, said that yeah yeah you always have kids over I, I'm always like if you need to a break send them to me what well, gives you a break in a, in a weird way even though you have all these kids and you're feeding them you're not yeah. entertaining I don't have much. to entertain right right I'm I like know. happy to be the cooker in the morning. The cooker, I can't take this word. I don't know why. Um, I feel like you're in a diner and you're like the short. That's what it cook. is. Well, that's what it is. It's not. There's no gourmet meals happening. The I cooker. mean, right? Is that even a word. Okay. I have to Google. Let that. me ask you a question. Yeah. Anything. So this is something that happened last night with us. Do your kids, especially since you have one older, do they get invitations to parties via Snapchat? No. Oh, okay. So I thought that was maybe a thing, and maybe it is a thing. And if it is, I'd love to hear from you. But we were on our way home from my kids' basketball game. Sorry, Jaren. A cooker is a is like a stove. Okay. <laughs> so, oh well. Well, I'm using this the stove. I'm happy about that. Okay, okay. go ahead. So, um. So anyway, we're on the way home, and Jaren's like, "Oh, can I go to this party right now?" It was like his friends. I mean, obviously, right now. Yeah, right now. I mean, is that how kids operate today? And and he got the invitation by Snapchat. And I was like, no, you're not going to this party right now. If somebody wanted to invite you to a party, they would have sent it with proper time and I would have known about it. Yes. I mean, the kid is a little bit older than him. Yeah. But to, I mean, to get a, an invitation by Snapchat. It, it's, it brings up an interesting point too, because, um, and I know we've talked about this before, but I had a situation this weekend where, where my middle one, who's your older one's age, around 12, made a plan and the mom was driving over to pick her up and I was like she's like I can't go now and I was like go where she's like well I was gonna have plans with Layla today but I have too much homework now what do you mean so she made a plan and didn't tell you yeah so I was like okay hold on a second so the mom's calling me and she's like I'm on my way over to pick up Lily to go ice skating I was like Lily has a, a family brunch and then she has homework and it just it's a reminder so, that you got, I mean, it's well, nice it's, that they can sort of make their plans after school a bit, but on the weekends, like, there's still, you still got to observe all this. I mean, no, but not only that, it's, it's like when the kids are on social media and they're all texting and doing things, which is great that they're independent, but there has to be also a system, oh. right? For Because you can't just make a plan. <laughs> no, you cannot just make right? a plan. Without checking with your parents. Right. It's so crazy how they're all operating. But the Snapchat thing was a little crazy to me because I really do wonder if that is um, what people are doing today. I also don't understand it. Like, I'll watch my kids on it, and I understand this is how they're communicating, but, like, they'll take a picture of themselves and send it out. Is it, like, an update on what they're doing? Actually, this is this is interesting. On Friday night, I sat with my son and his friend. They're 16 years old. And his friend this girl morgan i just adore her and she was showing me you people have a character for their snapchats so she took a map of manhattan and we widened it i could see all where they are 300 of her friends it's crazy so then we zoomed into like ride around my neighborhood and i i tapped on a few of them she was so generous let me see and I was like, so, and you could see, these two were hanging out. This one was at home. This one was hanging out. These four were at a restaurant. Too much information. You could see where every single person was. 
And I was like, how the fuck is this helpful to our children when they right, see know where everyone is, is and you're at home doing nothing? Maybe that's how he found out. Now I have to ask more questions. Can you believe it? And then we zoomed into the Upper East Side and we saw everyone who was over there. And then we, I was like laughing about it. It's like, oh, look, Fred and Steve are in the same building. They could be hanging out. Well, Fred is around the corner from Julie. Julie should go over to Fred's house. Like, I, it was it's too comical. Much. It's too but much. But then she explained, some people take off their geolocation. So some people don't know where other people are. And I was like, everybody should take off where they are. Right. Yeah, it's too much. But then I guess people don't because people want to know like, oh, I'm in the hood and I could connect with X, Y, and Z. But then X, Y, and Z, guess what? They don't want you to connect with them. Right. Like, it's crazy. What's this happening? This is a great question for our guest. Yeah, it really is, is. really obviously one of the top influencers in the social yes. media world. So we great. are so thrilled to be joined by Sharon Blumenfeld. So Sharon, we were just talking about social media and our kids, and we felt like there is nobody better to speak about this than you as the founder of Hashtracking.com and one of the most influential women in social media. So we are so thrilled that you're joining us. Well, thank you for having me. What, what would you say is the biggest, I guess, positive and struggle today as a parent in the social media world? I think one of the biggest struggles, I know one of the biggest struggles for me because I have four kids of my own is just keeping up with the volume of places where my kids are participating in social media. It feels like there are new sites um, and, and new things popping up constantly. So I have to be constantly vigilant and really watch what apps they're downloading, um, talk to them about how they're spending their time online because it, it's it's not constant. Just when you think you've figured it out, things change. And how do you do that? I mean, obviously, as a, as a busy working woman, entrepreneur, businesswoman with four kids, how do you have suggestions on how other parents can actually stay on top of their children's social media while obviously, I mean, I mean you could spend all day on it. You could. I mean, I think the most important thing, you know, regardless of what your system is, the dialogue is the most important thing. You know, I have a very kind of open relationship with my kids and they know they can talk to me about almost anything. And they and they do, you know, typically come to me with things that they've seen online and to tell me about stuff. But, you know, kids are kids. And um, we have a contract in our house that I need to have the passwords to their phones at all times. So any kid under 18 in my house, if I am paying for your access to the internet, I have your passwords. And, and is that, does that go in. for all of their different accounts also? Um, that goes for, I, I don't require that they give me their passwords for their different accounts, but if I log in and I see they've got an account and it's password protected, and they don't give me that password, then they're they're getting shut down, and they know that. So, so I think that tempers what they are doing. Um, there, we have a family account um, for our our apps, and a- anything that they download, I immediately see. Um, so, I I have a pretty good visibility into what apps they're using, what they're downloading, um, where they're spending their time online, and. You know, I'm not monitoring them like a, like a hawk. I don't sit there and watch everything that they do. But I think that the idea is that they know I could see everything that they do. 
Um, for me, being active in social media, has, it's kind of saved me in many ways because my kids know I'm out there. You know, it's kind of like if your mom's a chaperone at the dance, you don't misbehave kind of effect. Right. Um, my kids know that I have a big presence on social media and that I'm active on social media. So they're a little bit maybe more careful than their peers. They love to tell me about all the dumb stuff their peers are doing. But I will say that that doesn't mean they haven't done dumb stuff themselves because they certainly have. And I have had to crack down on them um, in the past many a time. And that's another thing, um, threatening to crack down on them. If you're going to threaten, you've got to follow through. We have two like ancient flip phones in our house that are the, the phones of shame. So if you misbehave so on social, funny. you will be issued the phone of shame. And oh my that God, that is, that's the greatest thing ever because I always threaten to take away my son's phone and then it's the like... The phone of shame. Oh my goodness. That that's is hilarious. so brilliant. That's funny. Uh, let me yeah. ask you a question. So um, we're, we both and many of our listeners, I imagine, will be fascinated with how you started your business and, and can you even explain to people what hash tracking is? I mean, we know because we operate um, our business actually on social media and with hash tracking, but can you explain literally from the birth of it and, and what it is to people? Well, you know, not a lot of people know this is sort of funny, but the reason why hash tracking exists is because I was on bed rest with my now um, almost 10 year old son. And I spent nine months kind of at the dawn of Twitter, sitting in bed, totally bored, um, just like looking for people to talk to, joking around, participating in chats on Twitter. And the way that those chats were run was through hashtags. And I, I have a very marketing background. Those chats were getting sponsors. And this was the very early days and people wanted to know, you know, the sponsors wanted to know, was there any return on their investment? Was it worthwhile to sponsor these chats? So I, um, my husband's a software developer, and I turned to him and I said, you know, let's build a product that can measure how, what the effect of these hashtags is, how many impressions they're getting, um, and prove to marketers or disprove to marketers that it's worthwhile to invest in sponsoring chats. Brilliant. And that was where that's where the tool began. It was really because I was sitting around bored on Twitter, and I had you know amassed a following on Twitter. But I became really fascinated with this idea of hashtags and sort of curating conversations. And of course, hashtags, you know, really blew up and exploded. And now it's fascinating to me because we work with news agencies, we work with entertainment companies, we work with brands, we work with anybody who's trying to take the pulse of a conversation and really see where it's going. Um, See who's participating and you know it just keeps growing we recently tracked times up and that was to date the biggest hashtag that we've ever captured in terms of impressions it was bigger than the super bowl it was bigger than natural disasters and no many way. political campaigns yeah no i way. found that really fascinating in and of itself but it was just you know massive billions and billions and billions of impressions um, so, it, it, and to me, it's, it's just sort of interesting, the social pulse of it all. I mean, aside from the marketing value, which is huge, I love, you know, what I love about what I do is just seeing what, you know, is taking the world by storm, what ideas and what conversations. It's really, truly incredible what you've built. And I just want to share that we met 
through all that we've known who you are because we use hash tracking for our business. So thank you for that. But we met through um, our recent Israel trip. So for those of you listening, you may have heard about our trip with the Jewish Women's Renaissance Project. But I just want to say, I want to add that besides being such a brilliant businesswoman, besides being a mom of four, besides really just, you know, being one of the biggest influencers in social media you are such a kind human being and i just have to share that um just a really amazing story which is just just simple things in life that people do for each other that will never be forgotten i'm sure you knew i was going to bring this up but while we were in israel all i wanted was almond milk and they didn't have it anywhere and i barely knew you i don't even know if we had met beyond a hello or you know hi my name is um and one morning you just came up to me and you were like i went to the market and i found you almond milk and all i have to say is thank god because i could not hear it any longer so that's how i feel i did say i didn't know if you were being so super kind or you just wanted to hear me shut up yes shut up no i think she was being kind I know what it is to not have the right kind of milk for your coffee. Let me tell you, I did a stint where I was totally dairy free and I could not have lived without almond milk. So I I just want to say, but it's, it was really not just the the almond milk. It's like the thought that somebody else would, I mean, it never occurred to me. Wow. Denise, go to the market. It's not that far away. You know what I'm saying? The fact that somebody (laughs) that you went to the market, you were there and you thought about me, I just think it's just such a special gesture. And I just hope that that comes back to you when you need it. Oh, well, it was my pleasure. And I, I happen to think you're a very nice person, too. And I was so happy that I had the chance to meet both of you because I feel like we sort of orbited, you know, next to each other, or around each other for so long. I kept hearing great things about you guys, and I had never had the chance to meet you. So I was really glad for the chance to finally spend some time with you. Thank you, Sharon. Okay, so tell our listeners where they can find out more about you and your business, please. Well, Hash Tracking, of course, has the Hash Tracking website. It's HashTracking.com. And I have also been blogging for many, many years. My blog is Momfluential, and you can find that at Momfluential.net. And the thing that I'm, you know, I'm heading into the future and looking at my kids are getting older. My youngest is nine. He's not so old, but my oldest is 21. And looking at the future, I am moving more into the travel world, and I'm very interested in transformational travel. Hash tracking has given me a great chance to travel around the world, and every time I go somewhere for business, I take some time for myself and to explore the area. So my new venture is supernatural travel, Mm. and I am... I'm exploring that transformational, mystical, magical, spiritual travel experiences that that, you know, have meaning to people. We want to go with you. Absolutely. Let's go. And and we're sure you're going to come up with another brilliant idea for the rest of the world. (laughs) Well, you are so amazing and inspirational and we're so glad to have met you and, and we thank you for sharing your story and we just can't wait to see what else you have in store. Thank you, Sharon. Thank you guys. It was a pleasure. Miss you. See you soon. So what if we have to go on bed rest and stay in bed? I love it. A light bulb will come out. You know what, though? I I think a great 
just to reiterate for the moms do your homework, I think we all need to go out and buy flip phones because she's so right on what she says that you don't want to just threaten. And because I think that, you know, I keep talking about the one thing that makes my kids listen, you know, is, is the threat of taking away their technology. But if you have a flip phone by your door, because th that's what the kids need for safety. I mean, my 13 year old who walks to and from school a lot by himself, he knows I'm not going to take his phone away because he needs to be reachable. Are you going to go on I'm eBay go and buy I'm not kidding. Phones? I'm so doing it. So thank you, Sharon Blumenfeld, for that idea. Oh because that God. is the moms do your homework of the week. And that is exactly what I'm going to do. Oh, my gosh. I am so inspired now by the flip phone. That's funny. Right? That's so funny. Yes. I'm thinking if I could do that, too. Um, oh, I love it. That, that literally just changed my life. Because you know, there's no idle threats. Though, like, but, like, I'll take... It's not even I'll take my son's phone. His son, my, my son, my, my yeah. son, my son. I'm, I'm so tired today. I'm sorry, everyone. Um, his phone broke and different he, story. No, no. But what I want to tell you is he's at an age now where it's not that I don't worry, but like he was like, I'm going to go home. We were at Apple and he was like, I'm going to go home and then I'm going to go here. I'm going to go there. And he didn't have a phone with him. And I was like, you know what? Fine. Good. You know what? Because no, I don't like that. I'm going to tell you why, because. Back in the day, like I know, we but didn't back, have phones everywhere, know, and he was like, oh, "I'll be home at two. And you know what? He walked in the door at two. I don't and like he, that. Oh, I was fine. With I don't it. like it. So my homework is lighten up people and relax a little. <laughs> so they're going to be fine. <laughs> All right. Well, everybody, have a great week, and we'll be back next week with more, hopefully, inspirational moms. Yes. Find us on Twitter at the Moms, and on Facebook and Instagram at the Moms Network, and email us. Any mom that you would like us to feature on our show, moms at the moms .com. Have a great week.